your fashion business, mister. And I don't like these drugs. It's a matter of time, I suppose. Welcome back to Watchmen Minute, where we're examining the director's cut of Zack Snyder's Watchmen, one slap on Dan Dryberg's ass at a time. My name is Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. I'm Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. And I am Phil Better from the Phil Better Show. Welcome, Phil. Thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. I've been eagerly trying to fit you guys into my busy schedule, or uh, your guys' busy schedule, <laughs> more <laughs> like it. Yep, on several occasions I've uh, reached out to a, p- a group of podcasters uh, looking for uh, you know guests at that sort of last minute when when we've had need and Phil has always almost been able to do it but it just never lined up with uh with our schedule. So thankfully we've we finally managed to to everything finally. aligned. Yeah. I saw your post in the group, and I'm like, "Oh my god, he's been. Th- it's been three minutes. No one can take it from me. It's mine now." <laughs> well, we're glad to have like- you here on minute 177, which starts with Lori and Sally having a heart to heart, and ends with a little game of grab ass. <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful scene, I must say. <laughs> you know, touching and poignant all in one. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice uh, balance of of both. Mm-hmm. So we have Lori here uh, finishing her line from yesterday about people's lives taking them strange places and um, and the fact that they, they just can't talk about them sometimes and, and the strange things they do. Yeah, she's, she's definitely seen some, some strange things over the past few, I'm going to say few months because I think this is a few months after uh, where we last left them. But mm-hmm. I guess that, that kind of, I don't think this is exactly what she's talking about, but I think it works in thinking about like the secrecy that they've had just all as a group kind of decided that they've needed to keep. So, you know. Well, and how, how much of a difference is that from, you know, I mean, the secrets that they already were keeping in a sense, at yeah. least some of them. I mean, <clears throat> certainly in some, some, some very subconsciously, I mean, Laurie. <laughs> I'm, I'm, is is my take on it as we just discussed last last minute? But oh yeah, I, I, have yeah. That, I just have that underlying feeling that you know she really did. I mean, she she knew subconsciously, right? What happened the whole time that yeah, her, was father her father was yeah, yeah. But um, but you know, just 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 as as you know, whether you call them superheroes or vigilantes, masked Avengers, what have you, you know, I mean that that, that those are secret certainly, yeah. But this is just a big further secret they that uh, a few of them dearly departed Rorschach. <laughs> he was my favorite character. Yeah. 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 I always, I for some reason, when I saw the movie originally, I always was drawn to him. I, I guess yeah. it's just the the uniqueness of his character and the like the no shits given type style he has. Yeah. And I always was like really drawn to him uh, when I saw the movie originally. But yeah, this this scene um, actually kind of hits a bit closer to home for me. Oh, okay. A friend of mine actually, um, unfortunately, kind of similar to how uh, the original S- Silk Spectre got pregnant. Okay. <laughs> kind of happened to her. 
Oh man. Yeah. L- luckily, like everything was taken care of. Um, but yeah. So this this scene is kind of a little the a little closer to home for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but like we we kind of had a, a moment together because she I was the first one she told about what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm I was like oh shit and like I I was young when like she told me and I was I, I was like oh god how do I handle this you know like yeah. fuck <laughs> fudge I don't know if I'm allowed oh, to swear you're fine I'm fine okay good <laughs> should I ask that beforehand <laughs> um, <laughs> gonna drop f bombs all kinds now mm-hmm. um, but no um, so yeah when she told me what happened I was like oh shit like I was like I think I was like 19 when she told me like it's not something most 19 year olds are used to dealing with sure so like we kind of had a a moment like she uh uh, lori has with sally you know like yeah Hmm. but yeah sorry to bring bring it down a little level (laughs) (laughs) you know bring it back to reality that's what i do uh but no it it, it, i'm like watching it right now just on a loop like you suggested and it just like every time i watch it i'm like I, i keep getting flashbacks to that moment like yeah. Well, yeah. and and you know, certainly the way that plays out in this movie is not I'm sure the way it works for everybody. Um mm-hmm. but in in Sally's case here, you know, we we get the line that she she says you asked me why I wasn't mad at him and I think you know, the the because he gave me you line is is really good. Um, I like how matter-of-factly she says it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just... It's nice that these two characters get to have this moment and have this little conversation. Um, it's not... It's not being... Inter- I mean, Dan shows up at the right time, but it's this scene isn't being interrupted by anything. You know, it's... It gets to have its gravitas. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important after everything that that we've been through with these characters. And um, at least for me, watching the movie this time, uh, Laurie has become a much bigger uh, character for me, a much more important Mm -hmm. character, I think. I've never realized how in some ways she's very much the central character of the movie because – it's all, uh, it's not all, a lot of it is centered around her flashbacks and her memories and, you know, all of that, you know, especially with the comedian. Right. So. Well, and then it turns out her father is the one who's killed at the beginning that kicks this off. Yeah. You know, as far as the story being told, at least, you know, it's yeah. not really yeah. kicking it off because that's was that was the costume heroes back in the thirties and. Then Doctor Manhattan becoming the first and only, as far as we know, superhero, mm-hmm. super actually actual superpowered. Um, yeah. But the but the so that that leads me to the, what what you just said the the line because he gave me you that's so reminiscent to me of what Doctor Manhattan was able to tell Lori on Mars. Oh, you know. Oh, sure. You know that's 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 a very direct link in my mind. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's and also I, I can't remember, but I think this is like one of the few times that uh, Lori actually says 
that. Like, I love you to her mom. Oh they, yeah. I, if there's like a rocky relationship between them, and like I th- and you kind of see her, uh, uh, Sally's, um, like when she says I love you and then oh, hangs yeah. her, uh, hugs her. You see this like, like oh my god, like it's everything's okay, mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay, mm-hmm. and just be. And then Dan shows up, and then she's like, oh, I have to put on my face kind of thing like she has to I can't yeah. cry now even though she wants to you can kind of see it in her eyes that she wants to cry and be like oh my god I'm having a moment with my daughter <laughs> an yeah, actual I mean, she, moment she probably never thought she would have this moment given you know just just the way she's pushed her daughter and you know um, uh, the, for me it's the when Lori says I love you the look on Sally's face, you know, you can tell that this doesn't happen very often. Yeah. If, you know, I mean, it, it clearly it doesn't because the way she reacts, it's like she almost like on an exhale, she's, she says what? Like you can, it's, huh. if you're not watching the minute with audio, you, you wouldn't, you know, you just, it's not something she really mouths, you know. It's not in the script, but it's barely there. But she's 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 just shocked by it. I think. Yeah, I'm like I'm literally. Re- uh, it's it comes at about uh, like second thirty nine mm. of the scene. Like she just uh uh saw, uh wait is it <laughs> just trying to um so Lori says it, then it flips and then you see her like a gasp. Yeah. Like oh my god. And then the hug, and she still kind of has this disbelief on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she kind of fully embra- fully embraces. It's like it's like literally four seconds, that whole little like gasp to finally like for- forgiving herself in essence. Like mm-hmm. uh, Sally for- finally forgives herself oh. for pushing her daughter so hard, and she's like, "Okay, uh, uh, Lori." forgives me like we're we're starting it looks like they're going to restart their relationship all over again yeah from a clean slate and you can see like this is also great acting as well for this to happen because not a lot of actresses can pull off uh this kind of like emotional gravitas this emotional scene kind of thing mm-hmm. going on what's if they if they're not really uh good and then she just flips it when dan comes in and i'm like i'm impressed <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I that's a a good point how she's able to just yeah, flip it like a switch and go into uh life of the party Sally, you know. Yeah, the the one that everybody goes to when they want to have fun and cuz that's what she's been known as and that's what I I think because of what's happened to her, mm. that's what she that's her protection or shield yeah pretty much yeah and I, and I would say the the you know the i love you that laurie gives her i mean j- j- from her reaction i would surmise that it's probably been you know since laurie was 10 or something was the last time mm-hmm. maybe that she might have said i love you at least as yeah. that earnestly yeah you know that there's probably the throwaway i love you like uh, uh when you hang up the phone yeah right to your yeah mom or something <laughs> Like nothing that really means, and like sure. she says, "Thanks, mom." Like when she says, "Thanks, mom," she's like really saying, "Like thank you." Yeah, like, and it's like I forgive you as well, isn't there? Like the thanks, mom, I love you. It's like 
Thank you, Mom, for everything you've done, for making me who I am. I, I forgive you for holding back some things and forgive you for pushing me so hard, even though I was a probably a brat of a child <laughs> and I love you f- for it. Like that, that those, just those two lines, those five words like have so much and they yeah. relieve so much like tension and guilt that, uh, Lori's, uh, Sally's probably having on herself. Well, and even Lori saying like her delivery of thanks mom is I think just as genuine as, you know, Sally's, Sally's reaction to um, the I love you line because Lori is now being told that her life was, you know, not. I'm, I'm basically, I'm, I'm tr- well, I'm trying crime. to take it back to when she first found out that her father is a comedian. She says, you know, my life is a joke. And at that point she feels like, well, she's just the, the product of this horrible thing that happened. And she probably feels like, you know, she is just an accident or, you know, um, I think in this case, you know, I think, you know, I think that's probably what, what Lori was feeling when she was up there on Mars and she was, you know, full of rage and anger and, and sadness. She probably also felt like a constant reminder to her mother that she like this, this horrible thing happened to her mother. And she's like, this is why my mom pushed me so hard. This is why my Mm -hmm. mom was so mean to me growing up and all that. But then she realizes like, no, she did it because she cared for me so much and wanted it not to happen to me. Look at us three guys (laughs) trying to get in the mind of of women. Jesus. (laughs) Well, there's uh, something else I noticed in the in the minute, um, a little bit after all the uh, mother daughter uh, stuff that we've been talking about. We pull back, and you can see outside the front window of Dan's apartment here, and I think it's a uh, like a street cleaner type, you know, truck sort of thing. Looks going. like it. Yeah, and so I think I mean that that certainly isn't accidental i I think that could in some way be you know the city's being cleaned up like just a little reminder that you know that new a new beginning is happening basically yeah yeah um the 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 future is hopeful and bright and you know yeah we see and before i guess before we'll get into the next few minutes where we see the actual city being reconstructed. You know, here's just a little taste that, you know, maybe, maybe things are being, are headed in the right direction. So I think that's a, a little tiny sample of that. Yeah. Foreshadowing. And also you can look at it as, um, with that thing, it's cleaning out the, the, the past, just like, uh, Lori and Sally just now cleaned out their past. So it's kind of like, um, a metaphor like the city's being cleaned and they're starting a new or they're rebuilding the relationship and so is sally and uh yeah lori they're rebuilding theirs after this this moment so kind of you could look at it as somewhat uh symbolic of each other sure 
look at me being so, so smart <laughs> using five dollar words i don't even use five dollar words on my own podcast you're getting me uh to be all sophisticated hey it's that's the movie it, it brings it out of you that's what uh it does i i do so i'm just gonna jump like a microsecond the look on uh dan's face when mm. um sally slaps <laughs> I don't know if he's like, oh, I enjoy this or what's going on. Right. <laughs> it's it's a great look. Just uh, yeah. it's dorky enough, but it's also like he understands that there's nothing behind it. It's just, you know, playful. it's just Sally being playful and trying to lighten the mood. Honestly, I think I think it's yeah. goes back to, you know, Sally needs to compose herself kind of. And I think she's you know, making this effort to like, let's change the tone. I'll give him a little slap on the arm, tell him to call me Sally. Um, and then the playful little smack on the ass as she leaves, you know, cause you know, she's going to go in the next room and, and. Oh yeah. Ball her eyes up. Right. Well, I was going to say the arm slap is definitely like a lead up to mm-hmm. the butt slap. <laughs> yeah. Um, I gotta say Dan looks really good here. Yeah. <laughs> um he's he's standing up straight. He's wearing this uh I think a, a tighter fitting shirt than mm-hmm. than we've seen him in so far instead of the, you know, button up and uh big old grandpa sweater full of pockets full of Werther's originals and you know, I mean think back to the last time we we saw or the first time we saw Dan in this apartment kind of by himself. He was going to answer the door to let Lori in and he's like you know, kind of combing his hair with his hands and he's got this, you know, that big bulky sweater on and just looks, you know, looking like a big dork. His but, walk is also different as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a very like Bruce Wayne type vibe. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, and specifically I'm thinking like a Michael Keaton, Batman Returns type Bruce Wayne vibe I get from him. Yeah. I, think, I think even his glasses are, you know, he's, he's ditched the, uh, the, bulkier plastic frame glasses and i think they're you know metal frame glasses i mean they're still like period uh, time you know they're still in the 80s yeah they're still time appropriate but they are a little less uh i guess dorky for the time yeah and when he first appears in the scene when he's like in the doorway Mm -hmm. he looks like he's he's bigger too like he's sure he's projecting like a, a bigger like presence just just standing there his stance is wider he looks wider mm-hmm. um he looks way more confident to use a term i think some some females he has big dick energy <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> Uh, but that's what he looks. He looks more confident. The pants look like fitter. Like he looks like he's, he's, he's a, he's not scared of anything. He knows yeah. he can take on anything. He has this confidence that he didn't have at the beginning of the movie. In the beginning of the movie, he was a scared, scared little boy in essence. And now he's, uh, uh, not sure. He's, uh, full of himself. He knows what he can do. Um, he has a great relationship. Well, great relationship. Um, he he just looks more confident, more more sure of himself and he mm-hmm. he knows what he who he is as a person. Yeah. 
And if it has been, you know, the, the, the a few months, let's see. I mean, I think he's been given the time to take off his the the bit of a belly that, especially mm-hmm. in the comics, it's it's very sure. much there. I think it's been I think it's been there a little bit. They've tried to show a little bit of his flabbiness, maybe a couple times yeah. earlier, but in his posture besides, at the beginning, yeah, besides yeah. just the <laughs> different outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that amount of time to uh, get a little more toned, as they say, I believe. Yeah. He's getting ripped. <laughs> We get the, uh, I think it, it starts, um, not listening to it, so I can't recall exactly when it starts, but yeah, um, the I think the return of the Don Johnson guitar from, from minute 24. Well, when, no, and actually, uh, I think it, I, I, that's why I thought it first myself. I think it's, unless it's repeated in between, it's also 110. Minute 110 is what I figured. Hmm. Well, I, mean, I it's not the same, you know, track yeah. from when. No, uh, yeah. From when it, it was, it was a sadder tone before, but now it's more of a, um, a more hopeful tune mm-hmm. here by uh, Tyler Bates. You know, the the track is called "I Love You," okay. uh, so it's obviously appropriate for this. But it, it's still kind of that same kind of a slow uh, electric guitar tone that starts get being played here uh towards the end of this minute but yeah like i said it's a it's a more hopeful tune than what what we had before uh-huh. so sorry i'm just i'm just listening to the uh the music now mm. yeah, it's similar to the uh i think the other track is called you quit yeah. from when uh-huh. uh rorschach tells him he quit down in the lair and it's yeah, it's it's kind of a, I guess the opposite side of that coin sort of thing. Like, yeah, it it sounds more uh, upbeat mm-hmm. um, when it starts to play. So it could be similar. Um, I'm not. Uh, unfortunately, I as I told you before, I'm not up to that speed mm-hmm. <laughs> on the on the episodes. Um, I'm. I think I'm at minute a hundred now. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, it seems a bit more upbeat uh, and it looks like it's kind of like starting a cheerier moment mm-hmm. going on with the music. And I, I, I like how the most of this scene has no music. Sure. So you can focus really on the, uh, the character dialogue. Yeah. Uh, my last little note here is around uh second 50, um, right around the, Slap on the arm and call me Sally, which sounds dirty. Um, around that that moment, around second fifty, you can see a lot more of the living room. And I first noticed on the right hand side on this like kind of a not a china like a bar, yeah, like a bar, but with a hutch behind it, some mm-hmm. shelves and a display case. You've got the the old Minutemen photo. It's framed there. I don't recall if that's where this framed photo was, you know, the first time we would have seen it in Dan's apartment here. I think it might have been moved to this spot. But then there's also, you can kind of just barely tell over by the same same right. second, 
But if you look at the flowers over by the window and kind of in between the flowers and the lamp that's on the nightstand or on the mm-hmm. end table, you can mm-hmm. see the the crime busters or watchmen or whatever you want to call it. Their uh, group photo is also represented. Yeah, yeah, I I saw that. I didn't notice the um, the one uh, of the older guys on the in the hutch. Yeah, I noticed the uh, the the more recent guys because you can clearly see Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just glowing right. blue. Like yeah. it's just this blue thing, and your eyes kind of get drawn to it because mm-hmm. it's like all dark, but then you have this one sliver of blue in it. So I my eyes got drawn to that. But I didn't notice the, uh, the 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 older one on the right hand side of the screen, and one of them actually it kind of also looks a bit like the uh, Justice League as well, because you can kind you can't make them fully out, but you can look like one of them kind of looks like Batman, which mm. I'm guessing is the original Owl Man, mm. and then you kind of like there's one in white that's right by the edge of the frame could be like a superman-esque mm-hmm. person so like that when i first saw it i'm like oh look there's batman <laughs> that's a nice little thing but <laughs> then you said no it's probably the original watchman i'm like oh that makes a lot more <laughs> sense because this is not a super this <laughs> right is not, <laughs> this is not batman versus yeah. superman here if superman um, was here the whole the, time why <laughs> why didn't he take care yeah. of uh, manhattan like what's going on here <laughs> it's also I, I i think the apartment seems brighter mm than when he f- when we first see it for sure I remember the move like i haven't seen the full movie in a while and um but it, i felt like the movie was darker uh, and t- uh. and then it got lighter at the end like it seemed a much brighter uh, th- uh future or like uh, not future but like a oh. brighter out- outlook like the the scenes that each character had um gave the color palette of the scene so yeah. if the, the, they were feeling down or they despondent or something like that. It was a darker scene versus when they're feeling more jovial or more upbeat. The scene mm-hmm. seems lighter. Yeah, definitely uh, a much, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we can we can see daylight, you know. That's not something you'd get a lot of in this movie. Um, and. Yeah, the last time we were in the apartment here, it was it was very dark, and, and it's full of dark furniture. So that's going to, you know, bring the the lighting way down. Um, but yeah, I, I like that it's yeah, I, I do like as well that that it does feel brighter, you know, uh-huh. in in these uh, couple minutes here in the apartment. Certainly, I think is uh, an intentional. You know, tone shift. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used all my good fancy words before. That's why I couldn't remember t- tone. <laughs> the fanciest of words. <laughs> well, what do you think, oh. Phil? You got any other notes? Not really. We we covered pretty much everything. Like the scene starts off kind of heavy, mm-hmm. and then ends like on a jovial thing, kind of like the movie. Hmm. The movie starts off kind of dark and despondent. Like they're having this talk conversation about, hey, I know you were violated by the comedian who's my father and I'm okay and you you force me to do all these crazy training and that and I'm okay with it. I forgive you. I love you. 
and then it ends with like a happy moment just mm-hmm. like the movie kind of ends like it starts with the death of the comedian and then ends on this happy note like the world's not going to end so i i figure like i find like this scene kind of encompass this one minute encompasses the whole movie mm. well cool glad you look at me yeah being all like using my intelligence i <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. This is actually a really good scene. I'm glad. Uh, I, I'm glad I was able to jump in on this one. Yeah. Eric, you got anything else? Yeah, uh, I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think I, I, I think it was off mic, but you you teased us with a little bit of uh, a Watchmen history that. Uh... Oh yes, uh, off mic. Uh, my history with the Watchmen. Um, so I first saw this movie. So it came out in 2009. Um, and I was working at a movie theater at the time. And one of the perks of working at the movie theater was that we got free passes to certain movies. So I decided, you know, me being a cheap college student, uh, to take a date to this movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say it's not the best movie to take a date to. <laughs> huh. Just with uh just with everything that goes on, like and like I had not read the comic book before seeing this. Okay. So, like, we go to, like, a, it's a Saturday afternoon showing because we're, we're going to go do other things afterwards, right? And we go see this, and the movie's filled with, I'll say nerds. Hmm. Um, they, they actually, there was one guy with the comic book there <laughs> sitting in front of us flipping through. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm taking her to this movie. And now I look like a giant nerd. She's never going to want to date me. <laughs> so yeah, my, uh, my, I, this movie reminds me always of that date. Um, so my relationship with this movie is, um, a failed date. <laughs> Luckily I didn't have to pay for the the movie, but, um, yeah, the relationship, let's just say it didn't go well after the date. Ah, well, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, it's it's nearly ten years ago. Um, I'm you, over it. I'm in a very better, much better relationship uh, with a girlfriend that truly enjoys comic book movies. So I'm safe. Very good. I get to go to, go to these movies and not worry about being considered <laughs> a nerd. <laughs> She's accepted my nerd factor. Very nice. Um. So, but you have read the book. I've I've since read the comic. Um probably it's been probably about five years because i helped set up a a comic book shop for a buddy of mine and so while he was gone and i was supposed to be painting i finished (laughs) painting well i finished painting relatively quickly like it's not that hard to paint um considering that he wanted it all white walls and i'm like you know what i'm just going to check out the stock and i'm like you know what i haven't read watchmen so sat down about 30 minutes Finished the uh, 30 to 45 minutes, finished it, got paid to read a comic book. <laughs> so I was happy. <laughs> you finished the whole thing in 45 minutes? Well, that's amazing. I'm a fast reader. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very fast reader. I'm, I'm blessed. Like, I can, I think I finished the Harry Potter books in what the last one, which is like the biggest one, I think. I finished it within like five hours. Man. Yeah, I, 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 
it, it really sucks because I can finish a book like in one sitting one day I can buy a new book and I can finish it in a day yeah. so I have to have like two to three books on a rotation wow. just to last me a week and so yeah and it it, it, it sucks but yeah <laughs> it, it's very expensive let's just sure. say that <laughs> Well, right on. Why don't you um, tell us all about the Phil Better Show? All right. Um, so, as Travis was so kind, I host a podcast called the Phil Better Show. It's a movie podcast. We don't do minute minute by movies or movies by minutes. Um, we cover a whole range of topics. Sometimes we do um, top ten lists for actors for movie styles. Huh. Um, recently, um, I don't know when this one this this episode is dropping next week. Um, Next week, uh, so we would have done uh, the reaction to Captain Marvel. Um, probably also, uh, it drops every Thursday, so this episode, depending on when it drops, <laughs> again, <laughs> don't know. Um, the next episode would be on uh, uh, Jordan Peele's new movie, Us. Uh, our theories, our, our ideas about what's going to happen, what it's, what's going to portray in it, what we expect from him as well um we also do uh, trailer reactions we just started that on our youtube channel um we just did uh the the new brightburn trailer and i think we're probably going to do aladdin and those drop every tuesday on the youtube channel and uh, you can find us on all social medias uh just search phil better show on facebook instagram twitter um i do very good artwork for each episode. <laughs> um, usually take uh, the topic of the fi- uh, episode and put myself and my amazing co-host's face <laughs> inside. I, um, I have traumatized a few people with my artwork, <laughs> to say the least. I've, um, I've seen some of your artwork. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. My skills, my yeah. Photoshop skills are A1. A uh-huh. Um but yeah, I I tend to sometimes put myself as like the lady, <laughs> if, if there's a woman on it, just just for shits and giggles. And I did one of Rogers Ra- Roger Rabbit where I was Jessica Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Let's just say people were not very happy with that one. <laughs> but yeah, so that's usually what we do. I'm hoping uh, since I I finally got to be on the Watchmen minute, you guys will be more than happy to come over to the Feel Better show and. Oh, Maybe sure. we can discuss uh, the Watchmen movie in totality <laughs> in one episode instead of um, what is this? Uh, it's it's two hours and forty two minutes. That's what <laughs> well, that, uh, hundred and that's a theatrical. That, yeah, that's a theatrical. Yeah, um, <laughs> this one's the director. Yeah, three hours and six minutes. Yeah, I, my yeah. math is bad, so I'm just going to say like close to two hundred episodes. <laughs> Um, just, just to make you guys sound better, but we'll, we'll, we'll condense that into an hour. How about that? You guys come over and, uh, come on the show and we can uh, discuss it in an hour. Hmm. Try, try and condense all my notes into an hour's worth of material. (laughs) I think it's possible. We, uh, we may leave out some things or we can discuss cause I know they're doing a TV show. Yeah. We can discuss what we think about the TV show, uh, how it will be the similar or different than the the movie version. Mm, I like that Everything's idea. possible on the Feel Better Show. We go on a lot of <laughs> tangents as well, so <laughs> that's something we do a lot, tangents. Um, I'm surprised I didn't jump on any tangents on this episode. <laughs> first time. First time. You guys uh, got a world exclusive. Wow. 
So yeah, I guess uh, listeners of, of this show, you know, go ahead and subscribe to Phil's show, and then maybe you'll hear from us, hear some familiar voices over there in a in a few months. And maybe you'll be lucky enough to see their beautiful faces <laughs> on one of my artworks of art. <laughs> if they let me, if they let me. Uh, well, cool. Thanks again for for joining us. Uh, you know, no, it was last minute, and I know you said you were nervous, but uh, I think you passed the audition. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I want to thank you guys for having me. Uh, it was a great blast uh, to be on the show and use my uh, sophisticated language <laughs> that I don't usually use on my own show. <sighs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, you got this was a lot of fun, and uh, I'm glad we got a real. I, I got to use a really one of the real interesting scenes uh, that kind of connects on a more personal uh, sure. level. Yeah. Um, well, I, that's where we're going to end uh, this episode. We will be back tomorrow for Minute 178. Um, until then, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Watchmen Minute. And on Facebook, uh, you can like our page at facebook.com slash Watchmen Minute. And uh, join us in the Crime Busters Listener Society, our group on Facebook. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we're, we're getting near the end here. And we want to say, you know, to check out moviesbyminutes.com and look at all the other, you know, movie by minutes format shows and uh, and uh, make sure you you find another show to check out. So. But, uh, yeah, we will be back tomorrow for for 178. But until then, who watches The Watchmen? We watch The Watchmen. Oh, look at me. Going too early. Dang it! Watchmen are over. Drugs that will keep you thin. I don't like what happened to my son.